This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Welcome to the episode about understanding the IRS 1099 tax form requirement. There is some, there is a lot actually of misunderstanding of who's re- who's required to report 1099 income or who's required to report the $600 that the IRS is coming after all of us for. So this, this, the requirement is that a payer or someone who is paying for business services as a business that you are required as a business to substantiate or to prove your deduction, you're required to send a 1099 at the end of the year to any anybody. Well, there's there's some other requirements about that. It's not everybody. There's like it, you'd be you'd be giving a 1099 to sole proprietors, to partnerships, but not to corporations. You don't have that requirement. But you've got to take that responsibility as a business owner and prepare that 1099 and give it to your contractors. But now on the receiving side, if you're the person that has received $600, over $600 from a specific person, you, if you make, if you receive that $600 because you're providing a service, like if you are self-employed and you're providing a service for the $600, you should be reporting that income on your tax return anyways. Um, the IRS just has this requirement for the payer of it, the business on the other end, to give you a 1099. But if you're an individual, like if I send $600 to my brother just to give him a gift or to to my wife or to someone to reimburse him for lunch, and if it's not a business transaction, if you're just sending money between friends and family and reimbursing each other for stuff, if you're not in the business or if you guys aren't running businesses and paying for each other's services, you don't have any requirement. It, so if you're, if you're just doing personal transfers, you don't have to worry about anything. The IRS isn't coming after you. But if people are marking that box, say in Venmo, where they're paying for services and like Venmo has those additional like insurance opportunities or whatnot that they provide in their app, if you're marking that box or if someone's marking that box and they pay you $600, then you probably will get a 1099 from Venmo or whatever payment processor you've got. So you've got to, you've got to yeah, watch out for that. Um, so there is, I'll, I'll just go through some additional information and just walk you through just why it's an important topic for freelancers, independent contractors, if you're self-employed, just anyone, businesses, organizations, you just got to understand both sides of it, the payer of the 1099 and the receiver of the 1099. So just understanding some background of that, uh, background of the 1099 tax form, I think helps. So it is an IRS tax form and it's used to report payments made to individuals or businesses for services rendered. Remember, that's coming from the payer. It's the responsibility of the payer to for this 1099 tax form filing requirement. And that is, does include payments for freelance work, say it's consulting or services, rent, just any other type of non-employee compensation. Remember, when there's work involved. And this 1099 tax form is different from a W-2 form because the W-2 form, that's where you report wages and salaries paid to employees. This is different. This is a 1099 form for contract workers. So if you received more than $600 in total from a payer during a calendar year, 
the payer, remember, is required to report this income to the IRS using that 1099 form. And they'll be using your tax ID number, whether it's your business, EIN, or your social security number, and they're filing it on your behalf, or they're filing it and giving it to the IRS. So the IRS will know how much you've received, but again, it's only for services that you've rendered to another company. And this does include all payments made in a year, whether it was just one lump sum payment or multiple payments. The payer should be adding up all the payments that you've gotten in a year. So it's, you couldn't, you wouldn't be skirting around the rule if you got five payments of $500 each, which would each be under $600, but in total, you're at $2,500. So your 1099 in that example would show $2,500 of income. So, and it is important to note that the reporting requirement, again, applies only to the payer, not the recipient of this payment. So if you are a freelancer, independent contractor, you have a business and you receive more than $600 in total from someone in a year, it is their responsibility to report the income that you receive to the IRS. So if they were ever audited, the IRS would ask likely for their 1099s and it's for them, the payer of the, of the money, for them to prove their deduction, not for you as the receiver. So if you received, say you received $10,000 from somebody, from your client for doing services, you don't need their 1099 to file your tax return because you already know how much you received. If they just paid you in cash under the table, you still need to report your 10,000 of income. That's the tax law. You don't need the 1099 from, from whoever's paying you. That's their responsibility. It is good, however, to double check that if you get if you do get 1099s, just double check that the 1099 matches how much you've received because we have seen those be off where someone say they thought they got $10,000 or they got $10,000 and the client sent them a 1099 for 20. So our client was like, hey, I, I didn't receive that extra 10. Why are you saying that you gave me 20 when I only got 10? So just make sure there are no yeah, discrepancies there. So in, in kind of wrapping this up, just remember that the 1099 form is used to report payments made to individuals and businesses for services rendered, not to individuals, just transferring money personally. So if you receive more than $600 in total from a payer during the calendar year, the payer is required to report that on a 1099 and give it to you and to the IRS. And just remember to help if you're the payer in this in these examples, just to avoid penalties, to avoid issues with your tax return, audit issues, just make sure you are filing those 1099s and giving them to your contractors. So that's that's my recommendation. And just remember, it's the IRS isn't after people that are transferring money individual to individual, because you wouldn't have to report that on your tax return anyways. They're after business owners. And I say after, they, re they really do want to track how much each business is receiving. They want to track, they, they don't like cash payments, of course, because they can't track cash payments, but they want people to be reporting 1099s to other people if they paid them for services. So the IRS can know who's receiving income and not reporting on their tax return. So it's pretty complex issue, but the, the scare tactic of it all is, or that I've been hearing in the news and the, in the stories and stuff, is that the IRS isn't after personal transfers or personal payments. It is for the businesses that they're after. But if you are a business owner, if you're paying business owners, make sure you're, you're following the 1099 requirements. So please feel free to reach out if you guys have any other questions about it. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Thank you.